show hope you're having a wonderful monday we're gonna to try to make it a little bit better for you tonight we welcome from the firm organization uh founder tony morris find out about the organization and everything they're doing in the community then we welcome very talented chart topping uh mc t bars she has a new single that we'll play later on in the show hot tops we're talking about everything that everyone's talking about Cuba Gooden Jr. got in trouble uh, recently for groping a woman at a lounge in Manhattan, uh, New York, and then found out what a student did uh, when he found out his parents were doing drugs. A lot we're going to talk about in Hot Topics, but listen, movie reviews, sports, fashion, the best enemies got there. I know everyone wants to, their predictions on what's going to happen in the uh, game tonight with the NBA uh, finals, or playoffs, uh, finals, excuse me. So uh, we'll talk about that with Aaron. Well, look, when we come back, Hot Topics. Right back after this. I love the way you call my name. It's the feeling I can't explain. Your love drives me crazy.
John Dummy make the beat and I'm gon' kill it. Yeah. I wrote this song for you, girl. Sex like when you gon' cut uh, She gon' treat a nigga like a option She don't give a f*** about me poppin' I'ma be the b*** that we boxin' She don't sell no f*** like a auction But she gon' still lace you with a cash at uh, Instagram bio is a cash at I think I really like her cause I heard fat Got it Back to the Stephen Knight Show. I want to remind you all over social media, Facebook, Twitter, Google+, Instagram, and of course, our official website, thestephennightshow.com. You can also check us out on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Just go to our website, thestephennightshow.com. Ms. Parker, how's it going? Hey, happy Monday. How are you? I cannot complain. I cannot complain. How was your weekend? Lay back, pretty lay back. In our rain, um, we had... A tsunami here, so right. <laughs> I didn't do much. I ended up getting out Saturday evening um, after being in the house like two days. Mm-hmm. I didn't go anywhere on Friday either. Um, but the rain just kind of threw me off, which was fine. I needed to kind of relax anyway. So spent most of the weekend home, went out Saturday evening, had dinner with some friends, and grabbed some drinks. But not nothing too much. 
Okay. My weekend was cool. I actually um, went to the movies on uh, Friday. I went and saw the new X-Men movie. What's it called, Chica? Uh, Phoenix. Phoenix. Doc Phoenix. Yeah, I saw that. And then I actually went to our spot, uh, Ms. Parker, our uh, Nemesca's spot, because we had drinks there after the movies. Um, and then on Saturday... You guys I, didn't eat? Well, they ate. I didn't eat, because I, um, I ate at the uh, movie. But... Um, then um, on Saturday, I went to a birthday dinner. Have you been to this place called, it's either called Gravy and Greens or Greens and Gravy? Greens and Gravy, yeah. Oh. It's, uh, uh, on Aberdeen? Uh, Darius. Uh, yeah, Darius is the owner. He also owns a seafood spot that's called, um, I can't remember, it's, it's something crab. Okay. But he, he's a pretty popular um, chef. Yeah, it's really good. It was really, really good. I had um, lobster mac and cheese. And I had a crab cake. Well, I tell you, nothing but meat in both. Um, the only thing is yeah. they, need, they need to work on their customer service a little bit. But our, their waitress was cool. Yeah. But they were a little understaffed, I guess, because our hostess ended up being our waitress. <laughs> and she had only been there two weeks. But she was good. She was good. But it was good. We, that was good. And then um, after we went to Whiskey Blue, which um, they uh, made some changes up there. It was nice. It was really nice. And yesterday I just hung out with some friends for a little bit because I had to get up bright and early this morning. <laughs> to be downtown, but it was a good weekend. It was a good weekend. Good, good. GK, how was your weekend? Weekend was awesome. Uh, here in uh, Philadelphia, we have the uh, yearly uh, Dune Day Festival. Mm. It's every second Sunday in June uh, okay. every year, and that's basically like an African New Year celebration. Nice. So it's very uh, Afrocentric, very uh, African-based. Um, nice. Drums, street vendors, just beautiful chocolate that people out nice. in the street in yeah. the sun, enjoying themselves with positive energy. That's dope. Yeah, it was real nice. That's dope. Yeah. All right. Well, our, <clears throat> excuse me. Our question of the day is: Have you ever gotten back with an ex and made it work? Miss Parker. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I have. Yeah. <laughs> GK, what about you? As Oprah said. Hell no. No. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I, I no. haven't either. I was reading some of the comments on uh, the responses on Facebook, and several of them, they got back with their exes, and they actually got married. Uh, two women. Oh, wow. Posted it. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, well, tweet us at home. Uh, Steve and I show SHO and let us know, have you ever gotten back with an ex and made it work? All right, so... Um, hot topic. So on April 7, 2018, Everett Palmer Jr. told his brother that he was going to drive from Delaware to New York to visit his sick mother. Now, prior to leaving town, he went to handle a Pennsylvania DUI warrant from an incident in 2016 to assure that his driver's license would be valid. On April 9, 2018, Everett Palmer was dead, according to CNN. His family was told that he died in police custody at the York County prison. Um, it is now June 10th, 2019, and Palmer's family still is in the dark about how or why their loved one died. In fact, they said when the body came back, when they got the body, his throat, heart, and brain were missing. Now, York County crooners uh, Pam Gay refutes this claim. She said pretty much that there were never any organs missing, and she was saying that when they do the auto- autopsies, they actually... Um, they actually contract the service out. So she said they utilize a team in Allentown 
That's who retains the uh, specimens. They don't always tell us what they retain. Uh, we made that clear to the family from the beginning. Well, the family has hired a famed civil rights attorney, Lee Merritt, who believes that this incident is a cover-up. They said that um, in the initial autopsy by York County uh, Coroner's Office, they stated that Palms died after an incident following an excited state during which he began hitting his head against the inside of his uh, cell door and was restrained. The report says that Palm became agitated as a result of a methamphetamine toxicity. A, a probable sick, sickle cell disorder was listed as a contributing factor. Do you believe that the police are covering up this story or do you, who do you believe, Ms. Parker? I, I have two things to say about that. So, okay. I do know that there are cases where people organs are sold, but that's usually in hospitals. Like mm -hmm. recently, a man um, overheard—he was in a coma, but he was—he was—he was coming out of it, but he couldn't speak, and he overheard um, this on CNN. He overheard doctors like pretty much plotting to sell his organs. Um, so wow. there is a black market for it, and mm -hmm. there was a, uh, there was a boy, a black boy, who was found in his university gym with a UNLV hat on, wrapped up in a mat. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. I so that. I know that there's a black market for that, and, and it's very valid, and it's real, and I'm not a conspiracy theorist, so I'm very mindful of like what I believe and what I don't believe. Right. But I do there's a market for it. But this case, when I heard this case and I read this case, I think what happened is they took the organs away that are going to prove how he died. Right? Mm. And so there is a cover-up, I think, as to what really happened to him. I don't think what happened to him was natural causes or anything that he did. I think maybe there was an incident where they injected him with something because the, the, the body parts that were removed were parts that were re, that would retain a chemical. Mm -hmm. If he was having injected or any kind of drugs put in him, that's the body parts. Those are the body parts that would retain those specimens. Um, and then a third thing I thought about, so I thought, okay, well, maybe because they did, um, they did use a third party, and people are very careless with bodies. Yeah. Um, maybe they took things out to do their work and never put things back in. That is possible too, because you hear cases where funeral homes and these places that, that you know take care of bodies when people are gone, being careless, not burning the right body, not burying the right body, misplacing bodies. So those things happen. Whatever happened, the family needs to have answers because they're already grieving, right? Right. And so one of, I think it's the state's responsibility to make sure that they get those answers. It's not going to take away their pain, but it's going to help them um, get through their grief a little better. Than right. Not knowing. I think yeah. not knowing, you suffer more. So ease the suffering of the family. The right thing to do is to get them answers. Exactly. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Chicken, what are your thoughts? smells all foul to me um you know this is the the tri-state area that in which i live mm -hmm. so delaware to allentown is a big leap you know you have that's two different states right. so you're you're talking about delaware and you're talking about pennsylvania mm -hmm. um allentown is a grip away from philadelphia even so you have a you have you have contracts with a company in allentown and you're in another state yeah. That doesn't make sense. Why wouldn't you deal with someone in your own state? That makes sense. Yeah, that's true. And, and and furthermore, he was gearing up for a trip to go to New York. 
Right. So I don't know about any of you, but when you gear up to go on a trip, you have all your essentials with you. All your credentials are in order. Mm-hmm. And he was actually going over to the station to ensure that his trip was going to be on board. Right. Before he left. Mm-hmm. Left he had paperwork with him. So if this man did die in your custody, there was ample information for you to be able to reach out to your family and say, okay, this is what's going on and this is what happened. Yeah. Hey, your your relative is no longer with us. No one was reached, no one was notified until after his body was dealt with. It doesn't make sense to me. That doesn't even sound legal. Yeah, it does sound very shady. Very shady. Um well, our thoughts with the prayer the prayer of the family. I hope that they do find out what happened to him. Because that's if he was preparing like you said, preparing to get his stuff in order to make sure he could drive legally and all that, you know, how you end up dead in police custody. I don't mm-hmm. Alright, well <clears throat> switching gears. So Rihanna, um, you know, it was announced last week that she is the richest um uh female entertain uh artist. Well, her million life is packed with fashion moves, beauty works, and making music. But the bad girl is still making time for herself and for love. In the interview magazine, Riri uh, served gangster looks and raw vulnerability in an interview with Ocean 8's co-star Sarah Paulson. Highlights from the interview include talks about love, religion, and future kids. But first, Rihanna gives updates on her much-anticipated album. She said, I really, it really does suck that I can't just come out. Because I'm working on a really fun one right now. I'm really happy with lots of the material we've done, we have so far, but I'm not going to put out until it's complete. It makes no sense to rush it, but I want to get it out. I've gotten to the point where I'm like, even if I don't have time to shoot videos, I'm going to put the album out. With her love life, Rihanna uh, uh, was a little more coy, but we all know that she's, you know, she's has her boyfriend, launch her boyfriend, billionaire. Saudi boyfriend Hassan Jamel. Uh, Paul said, asked her, are you dating? Rihanna put Google it. And she said, are you in love? She said, of course I am. Uh, She said, are you going to get married? Rihanna paused. Paulson said, she's silent. Rihanna said, only God knows that girl. We plan, we plan God laughs, right? Now, if you wonder if Rihanna wants kids, the answer is 100% yes. Paulson asked her, do you want to be a mother? Rihanna said, more than anything in life. Paulson said, I've seen you with kids on Instagram. She said, my little cousin, M- Majesty, she's here with me waiting in the, in the pool. What are your thoughts on uh, Rihanna open up about her relationship and uh, wanting to be a mother? You know, I'm not I'm not the type of person that wants those kind of details from, from celebrities. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm an I'm old-fashioned fan. Like, right. I don't really care about her personal stuff that much. Yeah. Um, but you know, good luck to her. She seems to be in a good place. I'm happy that she came out the Chris Brown thing. Um, I'm happy that she's been able to, you know, uh, uh, open different businesses, create different avenues. I think she's a good person. So I think when you're a good person, good things happen to you. Mm-hmm. So she deserves much stuff that she has coming. And you know, if her love life, personal life is going well. Then you know, best of luck to her with that as well. Most definitely, most definitely, Chica. Um. I wish her well in all of her endeavors. Um, I'm, Rihanna's not really, I don't, I don't mean to be mean, but she's not really on my radar for the most part. I like some of her music, but I don't like intensely follow her like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish her well. I, I'm, I'm glad she's happy. and I'm sure we're going to get some fire music 
because of her happiness. Yeah. I don't like the fact that she talked mo- mostly about her music and not her personal life. You know what I mean? She, you want to know she's relationship? Google it. <laughs> you know what I mean? And she didn't want to have kids, but she really spent most of the inter- interview, what it seems, on her music. And everyone's been wondering, where is this new music at? Where is this new music? They've been harassing about yeah. it, so it's good to know that she's working right. on something. Well, I'm, I'm from the adage of if you take time. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Ms. Parker. No, no, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just saying, I, I'm from the from old school. I want you to take time because I want you to take time to make it perfect. Yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah, I'm a big Rihanna fan, like, music-wise, so I'm really looking forward to it because I loved her last album. Like, it got me through a lot of workouts. Yeah. Um, she had a girl on me as well, but I, I really, I think it's because I like her as a person. Mm. Um, I honestly think she's just a really kind person, a good person, and for what I've seen, the person who tried to make good decisions about her life and her career and the influence that she has over our young women. Um, so she definitely has grown on me, and I'm looking forward to some, some new stuff from her. But it's supposed to be a reggae album, so I'm really excited about that. Oh, yeah. That'll be hot. All right, well, check this out. So there's an elementary school student in Washington who he, he went to the school, um, Edison Elementary. He showed up to school with a bag of methamphetamines. Um, that he took from his parents. He, t- he turned it into the principal at the school. It said the principal and the office administrator were befuddled when the child handed him what appeared to be a small plastic bag of methamphetamine. He reportedly found the drugs in his home on Wednesday morning and ended up bringing it to school because he was afraid to return home. Now, the particular child was brave for coming uh, to us with this. This was Lieutenant um, Aaron Kem says for the police district. Um, he told Yahoo Lifestyle that it's difficult, especially for elementary school kids, to report this kind of thing when it involves a family member. Once the child provided additional information to the school resource officer about his parents' behavior, the detectives went to the home where they found uh, fentanyl pills and other drug paraphernalia. Uh, they suspected the kid obviously saw the drugs before, and they encouraged other kids to, you know, if you don't feel comfortable going to school, go to a fire house go to a police station but his parents are 29 year old jennifer edwards and 29 year old daniel o'leary they were arrested for possession excuse me of a controlled uh, substance and are currently booked at benton county jail and him and his sister have been uh turned over to um child protective services what are your thoughts I think the poor baby was probably just tired of being in a toxic home. Yeah. Um, when you're dealing with parents who are on drugs, it's, it's hard and it's, um, it's a challenge on a day-to-day basis. It's like an emotional uh, journey and, and a trauma that you're going through. So mm-hmm. um, I think he did the right thing. I think he, he probably just didn't have any other choice. It's really a sad situation because it just breaks my heart that kids are put in that. Yeah. They don't choose to be. You right. Know? Right. Yeah, when I was growing up, I had a cousin who was on drugs, and her kids are adults now, but the the, the sex from them being with her and living with her is still there. Like, they can't get themselves together. They have so much trauma and so much hurt and pain from experiencing that. Yeah. Um, and so I, you know, I think the little boy just probably just needed to get out of that situation. That was the only way he knew how, was like telling. Mm-hmm. So I'm happy he's out, and I hope that they can either get themselves together and get their kids back. Or, you know, hopefully the kids can find another home. That's true. GK? Well, I pray that the situation in which the child is in now with Child Protective Services is one that 
him and his sister can feel safe and protected because it would be something if you're in a bad situation and then you do something thinking that it's going to be better and then you go into an even worse situation it's true so i'm just hoping that he's protected in 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 being nurtured him and the sister in this new situation that they're in because that could be really traumatic Mm -hmm. you know when i was um back when i lived in virginia i was um right out of college i was a truancy counselor for elementary school kids at seven elementary uh, schools that I had serviced. And there was one um, kindergartner, he was either kindergarten or first grade, I think, I can't remember which one, but he but it, um, he didn't want to come to school. And so I met with his parents, and they didn't know why he wanted to go to school or whatnot. And, you know, I was telling him, you have to go to school. It's against the law for you not to go to school. Your parents can go to jail. And one day he blurted out that he can't go to j- school because if he does, he's going to beat her. So this little kid wanted to stay home with his to protect his mom from his grown dad. Turned out both wow. of them both both of them were on drugs. And I remember when we were escalating, going to escalate the situation, um, they moved. So I can only imagine wow. it, it, it was him and his little daughter, uh, sister. She was like three. I just pray to God because ugh, it was horrible. These kids go through so much, yeah. and so I do hope they're in a better situation. Um, yeah, that's just very sad. Very it is. Sad. It is. Well, our last story. So, actor Cooper Gooden Jr. is being accused of behaving a little perv, like a little perv, um, after allegedly putting his hands on a woman while partying in New York City over the weekend. Now, according to NYPD, uh, a 30-year-old woman accused the Jerry Maguire star of grabbing her breast while they were at Magic Hour Rooftop Bar and Lounge in Manhattan. Reportedly, they were socializing. Things went horribly wrong because of his drunkenness. Page 6 reports that the two got into an argument after the alleged incident and that uh, had to be broken up by security. The alleged victim filed a report with the NYPD to for forcible touching and the police are looking to speak with Ju- uh, Gooden Jr. Uh, here, here oh, there's a video of him singing at the club. Um, anyway. But um, so far, Cuba Gooden Jr. hasn't made any statements or response to police over the groping accusations. What are your thoughts? I think he needs to uh, watch his drinking because, you know, um, you and I have had this conversation. People act differently when they're drunk or mm-hmm. when they're drunk. Some yeah. people are happy, I'm a lovey-dovey, I'm a huggy person. And then some people are angry and rude. Mm-hmm. And so you know that you're one of those people who are very inappropriate when you're drunk you don't need to get drunk right and if not and, and if, if you can't drink without getting drunk then you have a problem mm-hmm. so because this is not the first time i know right got direct because some of his wife got his law application yep and she claimed he hit her while she was drunk uh-huh. while he was drunk uh-huh. so um, you know i think there is an issue with alcohol excessive alcohol and he may be one of those people who don't need to drink yeah yeah chica Oh, not radio, man. Radio, chill. Mm-hmm. Can't be out here acting and wilding out. We got enough people wilding out. Calm right. down. Right. Get yourself into a 30-day program, man. Get together. Get together. Yeah, I do. Check out some new good movies. Yeah, I do remember other things about him and alcohol before. So, yeah, definitely. You don't want to get in a place, get to the point where you getting in trouble with the law and, you know, abusing people, young women and all that. So, definitely get it together. Definitely get together. 
Well, listen, Miss Parker, thank you so much, as always, for um, Hot Topics. Um, Chike, I'll see you in movie reviews, and everyone have a great week, okay? Have a great week, guys. All right. Right back after this.
had your backs and say one I never let you hit the ground But you was really kind of selfish Should've known you was a clown You was real sneaky with it Always going through my phone I hope you found what you was looking for Cause now I'm really gone And I'm never looking back now Cause that shit was whack You was really talking crazy Even tried to call me lazy You forget who feeding you You forget who getting food Should've let your ass off Cause I wasn't in the mood But I tried to play it cool Then you thought I was a fool Trying to be someone you're not Stephen Knight Show. Our guest tonight is the founder of the firm organization, which was established in 1997 to foster our brotherhood and network value uh, resources. Tonight, Tony Morse joins us to tell us all about it. Welcome to the show. Hey, good afternoon. Good, good afternoon. Yeah, <laughs> good evening. Good evening. I know the day goes by so fast. <laughs> it do, bro. It do. I'm honored to be here. Well, I appreciate it for sure. So before we go into the organization, tell us a little bit about you and your background. Um, um, background is initially, um, in the, I had a healthcare background, and from there I transitioned into um, telling people, testing and telling people they were HIV positive or not. Mm. And if they were, if they were, uh, we got them into services. And if they were not doing risky behavior, then we counseled them on how to do, you know, keep themselves protected. Yeah. protected mm-hmm. and then from there you know I transitioned into working with adjudicated uh youth males okay. in particular ages 15 to 19 um at a and i became residential director uh, of a holding facility and um from so basically a lot of my background is 
social service. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. You know, how you can social do some social impact kind of work. And, um, you know, it, it complements what I, my mindset that I had when I started the firm as well. So, so what was, what was it that, that, uh, you know, that side, the factor that said, okay, it's time for me to take all the experience I have and create my own, uh, organization. Well, I mean, honestly, if you talk to anybody that I grew up with, you know, they'll tell you that they call me big aunt in the neighborhood. Okay. They'll tell you that, you know, I, I always was the one that was, you know, just coordinating the adventure, like. Saturday morning, everybody had their bikes ready. Right, yeah. Okay, yeah. I just always like bringing like-minded friends, people, you know, together. If anybody was an underdog, I like to like fold them into, you know, the popular kid kind of thing. Just to basically show everybody, everybody the same person. Exactly. You know, I need for this skin. Yeah. You know, and so um, I brought the firm together because, you know, we were a group of young professionals at the time that, you know, at the time where a lot of people in their mid to early 20s was doing like dead end jobs you know right. not to be judgmental yeah. but we had already had established careers okay um and i just thought it was decent if you ever known like one friend if you had known a group of friends but none of them knew each other i was like the hub that always would talk about i was just talking about this with a friend oh yeah you know kind of uh-huh. thing uh-huh. so i so what i did was i decided it'd be dope if i brought all these friends together you know and sit down and just let the vibe happen, right? You know, yeah. And that happened. That happened, and you know, th- then we formed the firm organization in my living room, <laughs> and mm-hmm. you know, the rest, you know, was history. Yeah. Um, and the firm, the firm formation was really out of um, let's make sure that you know we're making such a good salary right now. A lot of them was in their first apartments. I was living with my mom, and I was like, we're making a lot of money, and we should be doing more with our money than right. putting it on our ass. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. It's true. So, so at that time, you know, I seen something on Phil Donahue where they had an investment club, and that was the concept that I wanted to create, you know, with um, these friends. Okay. And it was ten of us in the begin in the beginning. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, well, tell us all about the firm organization. What is it exactly? Well, the firm the firm organization is a group of professionals. We're no longer young professionals. <laughs> <A group laughs> professionals. Um, that, you know, we've been together as friends and really have become brothers. Um, we have um, some ladies that was a part of the founders as well, so we've become brothers and sisters over the, the last 22 years. Okay. Um, and we're or, we're an investment club, and we start out by investing in ourselves. Um, a lot of us are entrepreneurs on our own companies, and what we do is we throw events um, basically as fundraisers to um, help support um, the dreams and ideas of businesses that, you know, we want to uh, start. And from out of this organization as well, we make sure that we put back into the community individually. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. Honestly, I never was a, a straight A student that could, that could get scholarships and stuff like that. I was, I was very much a, a see his passing kind of dude. Right. You know what I mean, uh-huh. um, and you know, I just, I, I thought, you know, wouldn't it be dope if there was some sort of scholarship or sort of some sort of support for that kid that just never got in trouble, always did the right things. He just probably, you know, modeling it after myself, you know, he mm-hmm. just was a kid that, you know, made sure he picked up the little brother and did the thing he's supposed to do. And, you know, mom could count on them to, you know, come home and do all the stuff. Why is there never no reward for that kid? Exactly. You have yeah. to get all, all straight A's. Right. So, through our organization, when we do our yearly event that we have every Penn Relay weekend, 
um, we're in our 22nd year, we always allot money to give directly to some sort of LGBT youth, some sort of um, youth period, or even adults that may be in need with, you know, help with maybe a rent payment or somebody's in college needs some book money or something like that. We, I, I like that we can give it to them directly. That's versus awesome. you, you, you send us this long essay and so on and so forth. Yeah. You know, if, 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 if somebody put it out there that you're doing something great in the community, at, at the very least, you're being a law-abiding citizen or something like that, mm-hmm. you know, and, and you need that one little push of help, then, you know, we like to give it to them directly just to see it, that direct impact. You get what I'm saying? It's a little yeah. selfish, honestly, but I want to see your face. Right. <laughs> and, and I want you and I want you to know that we're going to invest in you. I mean, one guy in particular, uh, he was 16 years old, got put out of his house because, you know, he, he identified as being gay. Okay. And um, he was in school. We paid for his prom dues, his graduation wow. ticket, um, you know, um, graduation pictures, everything that come along with, you know, that stuff um, right. of being a senior in mm-hmm. high school. Mm-hmm. And guess what? Now he's in his 30s. He's in his mid-30s. He's a part of the firm. He's doing extremely well wow. um, in the fashion fashion world. And wow. um, he was working as a stylist for the Enquirer, the fashion section. Oh, yeah. He's doing extremely well. And it's just great to see this little kid that used to be, you know, 16 years old. Now he's in his mid-30s. And, and you know, we know that how it should go is you get the help and then you can matriculate and into you pay the organization. And and pay it for it. Yeah, bro. that's why mm-hmm. I thought it was so uh, fascinating with uh, Mr. Smith, uh, the the uh, billionaire who paid off the, uh-huh. the debts of all the uh, yeah, class right. 2019 and Morehouse. You know, because, oh my God. and everyone can't do it on that scale, but what he right. did was, what I said on the show Monday, he invested into all those students. He invested into their yeah. lives, yeah. you know what I mean? And yes. so that's what yes. you all are doing. And even if it's not yes. 400 people, you know, at one time, you're doing it. And like right. you said, this young man who was 16, now in his 30s, he's able to right. pay it for it. And, right. and, and you, talk about that. Go ahead. And you know what? Just just, just real quick, um, you know, just piggybacking on that. Really what I wanted to show um, through the firm organization and individuals, you mm-hmm. know, I really wanted to be kind of like an inspiration and almost a challenge. Um, particularly to the brothers in the community, to you don't have to be a millionaire. Exactly. I'm a regular, old, a regular old dude on a payment plan, paying the taxes on a property. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah. but but you you can make a difference in somebody's life at any small level. You can. Um, just recently, we I was at a, a event at the Free Library, and these two little boys I, I known from last year, and I seen them at the event. They remembered me. They were brothers, mm-hmm. and I'm like, man, you can't be walking now. You can't be walking around with your feet on flats now. What's right. going on? Right. Like, uh-huh. I went to I went to my crew, and we went to I, they. You know, they sent me the cash, out me money. I met the brothers, took them to Raw, bought them both a pair. But it was, actually it was one kid. It was one kid, and the kid said, "Can I bring my brother along?" Oh wow! <laughs> and so I'm like, oh, well, I didn't factor in the brother, but right. bring him along, we'll work it out. Yeah. Thank God I know how to bargain. I took them both to Ross and got them brand new pair of sneakers and told my team I want to make sure they don't go to school Monday. I mean, these sneakers was not like today's standard of, you know, dirty sneakers. These sneakers were like dirty from like the 70s, wholly wow. busted up, yeah. you know. Yeah. No. But that little thing only cost us like $75 to buy two pair of really nice Nikes, you know, mm-hmm. sneakers. Yeah. And then, you know, I took I took them to Wendy's, this two four four four. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. Bucks, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And we we sat down and talked, 
and hopefully, you know, they say they remember me from last year. So, you know, the whole goal is I want people to associate good things with black men. Exactly. I want to, I want people to associate caring and, and consideration with black men because yeah. in our community, unfortunately, that's like a luxury. It you is to have feelings yep. and 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 to care about something. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I want people to see that you can still be a man and care about humans and be human. You know? Very true. Very true. So, yeah. how was if someone is listening tonight and they're interested in joining? Is it can they join or they how do they join the organization? Well, we open up membership every two years. Okay. And we basically in our community, all of us are moving around in the community socially. Yeah. We watch. It's almost, it's kind of like a, a fraternity. A fraternity, yeah. And, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, okay. and, 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 you know, and an and a investment club, right? Okay. Um, we, we watching, you know, who, um, you know, we might think could be a good fit, to be honest with you. Yeah. And, you yeah. know, it was crazy because all of us have been together so long. Exactly. Um, sometimes it's hard to matriculate new people it's into hard. the fold. Yep. And especially in the, in the day of social media, yeah. where people think you in because you dress nice and, and you got mm-hmm. a lot of followers. You don't have but a clue. I really, right. Right. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I, I really, I really operate from how I feel when I'm interacting with you. Yeah. Meaning, do you do you want more? Um, are you open to learning some things? Right, because I'm mm-hmm. 52 years old. Okay. And so you you can't be thinking you're gonna come in here. At 21 years old, I'm not saying I can't learn nothing from right, you, right. but you got to be willing to be able to basically we we want to pass the baton. Mm-hmm. Like yep. I don't I don't want to be out you know um you know up and down the clubs all day long. You know the whole goal is to bring that new blood so they can be doing that work, and then we as the elders be the one that's doing that advising in the background. Most and definitely. so anyway, to come into the organization, it's basically kind of like you show some interest to one of our members, and you know we um, contemplate it. And then, you know, we'll start a process if the fit is a good fit, to be honest with you. If yeah. you've been showing things in the community, what I tell people, period, if you're not coming, if you if you wasn't trying to be a millionaire before you came to me, don't think you won't be a millionaire exactly. when you come to me. Like, exactly. I'm, it's not my job to make you a millionaire. No. You should already been working on it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so that's basically the, the mindset. So I purposely make it be vague because I don't want nobody to know specifically how you can get in. I mean, we've had people come from every angle of handing me resumes with these really great accolades and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. guess what? Remember I just told you I was that same kid that right. was a D average? Somebody, mm-hmm. somebody with a D average with no degree can get in the firm. Yeah. We have lawyers. That, we have lawyers in the firm. We have doctors in the firm. It's a whole gamut of different types of people. At the end of the day, you got to be a good, good human and have already been exhibiting that in your life before right. you came to us. I agree. That's, that's a great standard. So when you when you was founded this uh, organization back in 1997, did you imagine it would, it would first of all it would still be going and that it it covered so much that's doing now? Did you imagine that? Man, I, listen, I knew honestly that we would all be long friends. Okay. But for and I and and my goal was at the very least that Tony's going to be wealthy. <laughs> yeah. At the right. very least, right? If they, if they don't get it, you know, they don't get it then, um, you know, they'll have to be on the outside looking in at the things that I do. And trust me, I'm still working on that quote-unquote wealth. Of course, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, thank God I don't work for anybody anymore. You That's know, I amazing. I stopped working yeah. in, a, in a professional world 10 years ago. So yeah. I feel like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm moving towards where yeah. you know, I want to be. 
you know you're doing but, better than a lot than a lot of people <laughs> thank, you. thank you thank you and and, and the whole goal is, is, is seriously bro i'm really big on sharing information like yeah. like everybody can make it i don't think that you know the top is a point of a pyramid only one person gonna be on top i look at it like the top is a floor and it's a huge floor that a whole bunch of people can live on that floor mm-hmm. you know and so 22 years later um it's funny because we threw the first party pin relay weekend is our biggest event we usually do about four thousand people from around the country okay. and we we threw the and we've never done no less than two thousand people in 22 years wow. and so wow. um we threw the first party initially as a um a fundraiser to take money because you had to be you had to pay five hundred dollars to be a part of the firm a member of the firm okay and it was ten ten members so we didn't want to invest that five thousand in the stock market and then everybody biting their finger looking at the stock market exactly every day. Yeah. so I said well since we all popular why don't we throw an event and then you know you know make some money off that event and we'll put that money in the stock market if we lose it then you know ain't no big deal right well, the first party. You know, we thought we'd make maybe like two or three thousand dollars. We made twenty five thousand dollars, the very wow. first party. Wow. Right. And so and and you know, then we knew we had to give back to different organizations that support us and so on and so forth. But twenty, twenty two years later, the party somebody just told me like, You guys are in your fifties and your party still never lost no sleep. Right. Yeah. That speaks volumes. Uh-huh. speaks volumes speaks volumes to me. Yeah. Because we're not in it for the popularity. We're really in it because I want people to get their money worth. Because, you know, a lot of time when it's a, some sort of holiday weekend, you're getting um, extorted for your money. $90, you know Exactly, <laughs> yeah. And then parking and all that, yeah. Uh-huh. Right. And I really just wanted to make sure consistently over these years that you're the celebrity. I don't like how people bring in these celebrities and the celebrity don't really care or be intertwined in the community per se. Right. You know, that night, they just dare to get their check. I want people to know you're the celebrity at our party. So come dress however you want, your hip-hop best or whatever, and you're going to have a good time, and you ain't going to have to pay a lot of money, and there's going to be all the trimmings just like old school. And I think that's what got us through all these years yeah. is that we kept the, the quality of the perks of what you get with your $20, $40. You know, you get to get a lot of perks with it as opposed to just a space and loud music. Right, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So in closing, what is it you want everyone to know when they think of the firm organization? What do you want them to, to know or to take away from? Well, what I want them to know is that, you know, someone said you need to let people, because, of course, when, when you get at this level, a lot of times people scrutinize, like, well, what are they doing? They ain't doing right. that and so yeah. on and so forth. Yeah. You know? But we actually we actually are doing a lot and I'm, I'm really people have been challenging me that's why I'm doing this show I'm not really a, a big public person I like to be behind the scenes doing yeah, a lot of stuff but uh-huh. um, people have been challenging me to you know let people know what we do in the community but I'm from the old school of philanthropy where you know if you're going to help somebody you do it quietly mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. and 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 what the reward or the thank you will come from like this particular kid his name is Mark Roman Barksdale um it will come from him, and when 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 we see this kid, he's so well polished, and and you know the work that he's doing in the fashion world, fashion media world, stuff like that. Like he he and he and us know, you know, the support that we gave him. Right. And sometimes people want their support and done in discretion, if you know what I mean. Yeah. You know, yeah, and so, yeah. and so what I want people to know is that the firm is more than a party. We're more than an investment club. 
we're a little bit of everything. We are brotherhood first. Um, they they have looked out for me years ago when I almost lost my home. They all came wow. together, you know, took took money off their credit card, yeah. hundred dollars yeah. and helped save helped save my home. And I will never forget it. And I'll never be ashamed of it. Right. When my mom died, my my firm brothers and sisters were standing out. When I come outside to go to the car with my family, here go all ten of my brothers and sisters wow. outside ready wow. to go to the funeral. And wow. we just don't have that in the community anymore nope. where people people don't understand that how you build friendships is you have to go through some stuff in these yeah. friendships, yep. right? And That's I'm not talking tested. about with each other. Right. I'm talking about trials and tribulations that they support you on. Exactly. People think of their friends because we both share the same followers on Instagram and stuff like that. Right. And, you know, not, not to take away from that because there is some relevance to it. However, I, I'm, I'm encouraging people to add more texture, you know, to... Um, their friendships, because it's nothing like, you know, seeing <laughs> our friends, you know, when we was 32, 33 wasted, now be 42 right. <laughs> wasted. <laughs> you know, I, I got, if I don't get a haircut, I'm looking like George Jefferson. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, I got you. Uh, but it, it's funny just to see your friend, like, yo, we 50, you know? Yeah. Like, that's a, that's an accomplishment. It is. You know what I mean? It really is. Everybody ain't gonna, everybody ain't gonna make it to 50. So I guess if what I want people to know is that we are organizations that have grown, we have expanded, we have even expanded our views on, you know, life. And um, we here to embrace and encourage people to build your empire. You right. know what I mean? You don't got to yeah. be no billionaire. Like collective wealth is what we have done. We all put in $500. It was 10 of us. That gave us $5,000 right there from the rip. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it mm -hmm. can be it can be done. It can be done. So Most I guess that's the main thing I would want you know to put out there um, in the universe is that we're here to tell people how we did it. Yeah. You know, all of us are doing very well. Um, people that were working at the airport now he has his own law firm. See? You know, what I mean, yeah. he did with the yeah. law school, completed law. We got people, police officers now. You know, that are lieutenants and things like that. Yeah. Like just to see. Just to be with somebody when we all were like, all right, we all going to um, uh, wings and things, and we want to put our money together. We got right. forty dollars. This we going to get. Split twenty wings, you know, right? Yeah, yeah. The best way I can the best way I can explain it, we was like living single back in the day. Like right. you know, three our three our friends had apartments in the same apartment building, yep. running up and down the park. But to see see us go from that to being established professionals, everybody own their own homes and stuff like that, like. That speaks volumes, and, that, and that's that's you know that's longevity of friendship, yep. and that's what we want to inspire and encourage people, you know, to do. <laughs> yeah. Well, listen, you're definitely doing amazing things, and I'm you know I'm pleasure I'm happy to have learned about this organization, and uh, you know just keep doing wonderful things and 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 yes, uplifting sir. our community. Um, yes, sir. If someone wants to learn more or get in touch, is there any any way they can do that? Yes, they can email me at the firm biz and it's spelled T H E firm P H I R M biz B I Z at gmail dot com and attention it to Tony. That's me, the founder. All right, Tony. Well, man, thank you so much for joining us tonight, and again, continue the great work you're doing. And uh, God yes, bless sir. you, man. Yes, sir. I appreciate it. Keep up the good work. Have a good night. All right, we're right back after this. All right. First time I felt your face Memories can't be replaced 
I was 17, with a pair of 23. Used to care about the flashy lights. I used to wanna be like Usher, practice in the mirror. Just when I used to fantasize. With college, I would go to it. Girls, I really know you. Frontin' when you go for real. With that minimum wage, I was minimum saving. Studio money still. Now I'm on the road for real. Leaving all I know for real. Do everything you have to. Life, it don't wait for you. Any second could go for To be alive, chasing my genius time. Always watching. I used to be scared to. I used to be scared to follow my heart. Cause what were the chances that it could happen for someone like me? Someone like me. Now I choose to see, choose to dream, choose to be, choose to see. Cause when it's all over, how you gon' want the world to remember?
right, what's going on, y'all? It's Ricardo Grim Hunt in the airwaves right now. You listening to the Stephen Knight Show. Hey, don't go to sleep without saying your prayer. Welcome back to the Stephen Knight Show. Our guest tonight is a chart-topping female hip-hop artist who recently released the new single, The Life, which is off her re-release of her debut album, Genesis. Please have a welcome to Very Talented T-Bars. Welcome to the show. What's good? What's good? How you feeling? <laughs> Thank you. I'm Thank good. <laughs> That's good. That's good. So listen, you're from uh, Mobile, Alabama. Tell us, Mobile, Alabama. Tell us how you kind of got your start in the music game. Um, I started out doing poetry, and uh, that turned into schools I learned. And so I grew up dancing and just, you know, all around loving hip-hop. So eventually, you know, after doing schools and learning poetry and all that, you know, I felt like it was some missing. So that's when I got over it and started just grabbing beats and then writing to them. And eventually I got into, um, into rapping. Okay. Did it come easy for you? Because, you know, I know a lot of uh, artists, they start off doing poetry, some kind of writing. Did the rapping part come easy to you, or was it something you had to develop? Um, it actually came pretty easy to me. Um, like I said, I'm always, like, writing some sort of, whether it was, you know, spoken word or anything like that. And so speaking wasn't a problem for me. So, yeah, it came pretty easy. Okay, okay. And who were some of your uh the artists that you kinda looked up to coming up? Um, artists like, you know, MC Light, Queen Cecil, Missy, um, Eve, Common, Biggie, um, most of a couple of those I really grew up listening. Okay. Listening okay. to. How how did you create your own style? Because I know with a lot of artists, you know, especially when you're starting out, you may kind of uh, not mock, kind of follow another person's kind of style until you kind of grow into your own and you develop yours. How was your How was your development for you? I mean, I just, I just, I was just me, you know. Yeah. It was, like I said, it was easy. The things that I wanted to talk about, I knew, and as it came out of my brain, I put it on paper. So it wasn't. It wasn't really hard because I've never really been the type to follow. Right, right. So I just kind of wanted I wanted to have my own style. Nice, nice. So well, last fall you released your debut single "Flexing," and that I mean was on the three three weeks consecutively on the charts. What we, when that came out? I mean, and and it hit that success. I mean, what's going on in your head? Um, you know, it's just basically me being thankful that people kind of receive my music yeah um you know every artist obviously likes their music but I'm the type of I feel like I don't like it I won't put it out so even if I like it a little bit I feel like if I put it out with something for somebody out there yeah so and that's why I wanted to make an album my album like whatever kind of hip-hop person you are you're gonna find the track for you on my album yeah yeah so what what has you you're doing a re-release what has you to go that route? What side you go to make you decide to go that route? That's all I said. To do the re-release. Oh, the re-release is is you know as far as with the label, just getting uh, distribution, better yeah. distribution, and things like that lined up for work. Okay, <laughs> nice, nice. So, 
you have a, a weekly freestyle series called Bars on Thursdays. Tell us about that. Um, yeah, that, that was something I was doing. It was just me every Thursday just dropping something, whether it was from my album or my random freestyle. Yeah, yeah, nice, nice. Mm-hmm. Who are some artists you like to work with in the future? Um, J. Cole, definitely. Nice. I would love to work with, like, Missy on something. Um, just different artists like Nayako. Um, Rick Ross, yeah. Chris Brown, yeah. So there's a couple of people out there I love, you know, do a project with. Nice. Well, like I said, you recently released uh, the Life, which is off the re-release Genesis. Uh, tell us about the Life. Um, it's just a good little track. Honestly, it's just like a let you top down in your car, just ride like a vibe. Um, okay. Yeah, it's basically about it's about the life, you know, that I want. It's, it's just a feel-good vibe. Yeah, nice, nice, nice. So, what's next for you? Um, I'll be in July I'll be performing at Essence Fest. Nice. Um, 25th anniversary, yeah, so that's going to be dope. Yeah, um, just, just definitely doing different um, performances here and there, getting my face out there, promoting tour, all that. So, are you an artist, do you prefer live performing are you more of a creative you know like being in the studio and writing and, and recording which what's what's your uh which one do you prefer as opposed to what Teddy? performing live or in the studio creating um i mean i get a i get a a different satisfaction with each one so yeah. i collectively want the both with a balance I can't just be a studio or you know artist, and I can't just be on stage. So I like a combination of both. Okay, yeah, I can see that. What's your uh, creative process when you're putting together uh, uh, an album or uh, EP? What's your creative process? How you go about doing that? Um, honestly, I just take it one second at a time. Yeah. You know, I, you know, I, I be myself, and I just start writing, and then um, one by one, I go. And I knock out so many tracks, and then that's when I start picking which one I think fits into the album the best. Do you think you're you you're a hardest critic? Of course. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. How do you know? How do you know? Like an album like Genesis, how do you know when it's done? It's ready. It's ready to be released. Um, because I go through these. If I go through these songs, I just feel a completion with them. Uh-huh. Then I'm like, but then that's it, because I don't want to sit there and just make, start to make pictures. The longer I sit on there, I'm gonna start to find every little exactly. Thing <laughs> yeah. yeah, so I just I make a couple sweeps through it, and then if I if I feel good, I let it go. All right. So your fans, what what do you want them most to know about you and your music? Um, the it's real hip hop. You know, yeah. I'm gonna always get stories, whether it's my stories, whether it's somebody I know. You know, I'm gonna I'm always want to bring back the essence of when you hear a track, you get to kind of go through a timeline of a story, and that's that's not something that people a lot of people do stuff, yeah. you know, do anyway. So I wanna, I am gonna have a lot of times. Sometimes I'm gonna have those party tracks. I'm gonna have those tracks for for the people that you know love that old school story, something hip hop. Yeah, yeah. 
what do you think? You know, a lot of people say hip hop is not not what it was, and everything is kind of microwave. What do you say to to that in the state of music? You being a, a current artist in it. I mean, I mean, it, it's definitely we're definitely in the season of a trend. Everybody's trying to ride a, a specific trend of a song. Mm-hmm. That's cool. You know, you got artists like me who's not really on that trend. So it's just about riding the trend. It's crazy because you know every trend does die. So that's true. That's why I'm I'm so pro just being you because if I were to if I was to kind of transform me and my image into the trend now, what I'm gonna do when it leaves? Right. You know. Yeah. Now, you know, I'm gonna leave with it. Yeah, so that's why I'm just riding. Out, I'm just riding out the trend. All right. Well, it's definitely working for you. Definitely working for you. The uh, new single, "The Life," off the re-release of the debut album Genesis, is out. Tell everyone where they can uh, where they can pick it up. Uh, Spotify, iTunes, Amazon, um, Pandora, everywhere. All right. All right. Well, th- where, where can we keep up with you on your social media, your website? Where's the best way to keep up with everything T Bars has going on? Um. Yeah, the best way is uh, my Instagram, my Twitter, both is at T-Bars, T-B-A-R, four Z's. All right, well, T-Bars, thank you so much for joining us tonight, and much success to you uh, with this project and upcoming projects, and thank you for taking time out your uh, schedule. Thank you. Thank you for having me. All right. For more information about T-Bars, go to our website, thestevenightshow.com. We'll be right back. Spending time. Getting to know some things, yeah. Major vibes, you're playing my favorite keys, yeah. On my mind, I got you on repeat, yeah. Day and night, you're singing your song for me. Somebody 
What do you not see from get capping? Like I said before, hungry line blocking. We leave it, another scam and we'll pop it. Drop it, squeeze it, we'll drop it. Is that a time you will be trying how to catch it? You know you're missing a casa by Roberto. Fix it, oh five, trying how to catch it. Then you won't be serious now till they get Pretty girl, let me take you out of dinner. I got a cheddar, forgive me, I was a sinner. Gonna be better from January down to December. Take trips, go to spots even in the winter. So sexy, gorgeous, and beautiful. Everything that we do is memorable. I'm feeling you from your head down to your toes. Don't have to speak, gonna, I'm gonna show. complain cannot complain how was your weekend uh pretty good went out to uh kind of central virginia just see some friends and stuff over the weekend so it was nice to get out of the city nice nice all right well i'll let you and chike take away with more reviews uh, sure thanks so i'll start us off this weekend i saw x-men dark phoenix which is kind of the the final chapter of Fox's X-Men series. And this film takes place after uh, X-Men Apocalypse from 2016, and it follows really the story of Jean Grey and her transformation into the Dark Phoenix, uh, which is a very popular, probably one of the most popular X-Men comic book um, storylines ever. So uh, the story just kind of follows her route and what the X-Men must do and the Professor X must do to kind of handle these new powers that she got as the Phoenix uh, and the Cosmic Rays. Um, it stars, of course, uh, pretty much everything you, everyone you've seen since uh, first class. So we have James McAvoy, uh, Michael Fassbender, Jennifer Lawrence, Nicholas Holt, Sophie Turner is uh, Jean Grey or Phoenix in the story. And overall it was fine. Um, 
I know it's been getting a lot of bad reviews, but I, I like the X-Men movies. You know, I'll, I'll go see them for better or worse. I actually forgot all about Apocalypse, which came out a few years ago, and I remember not being a super big fan of it. Uh, but, of course, I'm an X-Men fan, so I liked it, and I think this goes the same route. It's not, of course, the best X-Men movie, uh, but, you know, it, it's fun to kind of see those characters again, and I will, I will say I did like the action scene, so... They did a great job with the action and even with kind of the flaws of the plot. And it's, it's just so difficult to do the Dark Phoenix saga in film form. And they've turned Jean Grey into Dark Phoenix uh, a few times already, or Phoenix a few times in the movies. And it, it's just such a deep storyline that it, it was going to be hard to do it in any, anywhere else. So for what they, they ended up doing, I think it was fine. It's a good way to kind of send off uh, the series. And now that Fox is getting absorbed by Disney, I'm sure they'll reboot it and have a whole new cast of characters. Um, but again, overall, if you're a fan of the X-Men, you will like this enough. Again, there's just some parts that aren't as exciting and the storyline can kind of drag a little bit. But it's watching the fight scenes and that makes it all worthwhile for, uh, for the fan. Nice, nice. Oh, Adam, Adam, Adam. I guess this is the one where we, we severely disagree. I did not <laughs> like it. I did not. So I guess I, I guess the argument would be um, a comic book fan versus maybe someone who got into X-Men a little later. I, I, I guess that would be the difference because I heard a lot of people say it was trash too. And me personally... I'm calling the movie DV worthy, DVD worthy. Watch it at home. It should have went straight to Netflix. <laughs> I, I was not pleased. I really wasn't. Like coming from knowing what the true story is for the Phoenix, and it's it, the Phoenix is just as vital as Thanos is in the Avengers universe. They actually needed more X-Men to handle the Phoenix than what was depicted in the movie. The Phoenix is no joke. And the way that they just, I don't know. I, I, first of all, the, the storyline of them going into outer space, you know, it's just, it just didn't happen that Professor X just made a decision, let's just go into outer space. There was a whole big deal about that in the comic book. That was a whole big deal in the storyline. And that had part to do with why... Um, Gene was even on the radar for the Phoenix entity. And then the entity is so foreign that uh, an alien race, not the one pictured in the movie. Yes, I'm telling some of the movie, sorry. Um, the alien race that's featured in the movie um, wasn't the alien race that actually assisted in subduing uh, the Dark Phoenix. I don't know. It was just all over the place. Me as a fan, I could tell that they made it up as they went along. They were doing patchwork with the storyline, just to end off the mm -hmm. series. I wasn't pleased. I wasn't pleased at all. It was almost the same thing as um, Game of Thrones. It's like it's the end. Okay, just throw it together. Yeah, they'll, they'll absorb it. Just, just give it to them. That's what I felt like. Yeah, yeah, and I, I agree. I mean, again, they were trying to fill their last kind of X-Men movie before they got absorbed, and, of course, with the way copyrights worked before the whole Disney acquisition too, is they had to keep releasing X-Men movies every certain amount of years or it would revert back to Marvel and Disney. So 
this was actually announced three weeks before X-Men Apocalypse even premiered. So they, they had it on their radar. And again, it, you're right. They, they just, they, they could have done so much more. And if you look into the history of this, you know, this was supposed to come out uh, over a year ago, I think even 2017. And then bad test screenings led to reshoots, which led to more reshoots. And, is just getting pushed around and shuffled around and the Gambit yeah. movie, which was then canceled, it kind of took its slot. So this movie had a lot of, had a lot of bad things going for it, but I will say, I mean, I, I like the action. I thought, I thought the action was better than I've seen in a lot of the uh, Marvel movies recently. And maybe that's just cause I like the X-Men characters better, but um, mm. I and, I, I'm, I'm with you. I like the X-Men characters better. I, I don't agree with you on the action though. I think the best X-Men movie that they ever put out with was Future's Past. That was a kick-ass movie because it had so many layers to it and you got to see the ranges of the characters and what they could do. And it was just a better storyline. It was better writing. It just was, it was 100%. That and was just the Wolverine. best movie. Any movie with yes. Yes. The best yes. 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 Movie. Yes. So, uh, he, he chopped, he trumps all of them. So, um, I, I will agree with that. Um, so this is the last thing that I'm going to say about this movie, and then I'm going to move on. Um, with um, Endgame coming out before Endgame um, storyline, storyboard, uh, the whispers of Endgame, you know, all the buzz in the industry about Endgame, you mean to tell me you couldn't come up with a better X-Men movie? with in-game well, preceding you. Like, you, you had a good teacher. All you had to do was follow the lesson plan. I'm just saying. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> well, um, I also got to see uh, Chernobyl, the miniseries. I know you've, you've caught up on it, uh, Chike, and uh, I finally got the chance what, to watch them all at once. What did you think about Well, wait a minute. Hold on. Before we get off X-Men, Steven saw X-Men. I did see oh, X-Men. Did? I did. I thought it was. I'm I mean, like I'm not a you know I'm not a big fan of all that, but I thought it was good for what you know for what it was. Um, I did like the action scenes, you know. Um, I actually like the villain, the uh, the alien woman. Oh, Jessica Chastain. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I liked. Her. I liked it. She was, yeah, yeah. Because she, she was an instigator. Played... <laughs> she was instigator. I went with a group of friends and we were laugh, laughing at her part because. Because she was like a big instigator, you know, when um, the Phoenix girl. <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. I don't know. Then um, I'll say another part that was funny to me. Remember when um, she came to the to the father's house? Um, uh, and, yes. And yes. <laughs> she walked in. He said to her, who are you supposed to be? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that was so funny. That's why I saw I was saying, who are you supposed to be? <laughs> Oh no! Yeah, can I help you? Right. right. Yeah. Oh my god! It was okay. Yeah. Well, I, didn't, yeah. I didn't. I didn't dislike it. I thought it was pretty good. No, no. Yeah, I think it's fine for what it is. It's nothing great, but right. um, you know, I didn't like the graphics. Like it. the graphics when she was in the sky, and I guess the the uh, space power the cosmic the, stuff. Yeah, I, I thought that was kind of cheesy, but other than that, I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think it's hard to do something like that, too. Like, how do you show what cosmic power looks like when you don't really know what it looks exactly. like? So, exactly. Um, well, that's good. I'm glad you liked it. Um, so for Chernobyl, yeah, I, I liked it. So went through it over two nights. Uh, 
And for anyone who hasn't seen it yet, it just follows the story of the Chernobyl disaster that happened in the Soviet Union at the time, which is one of the worst um, man-made incidents, uh, especially dealing with nuclear radiation ever. And um, yeah, I thought I thought they did a good job with it. You know, it was definitely one of those shows that after I watched it, I read about it because you know they add a lot of drama to things, and there's some things that may have not happened, but. Um, yeah, I mean the the visuals were really good. The I was thrown off by everyone having like a British accent and then like the announcements being made in Russian. I thought that was kind of like <laughs> weird. Like, pick a lane. Are you right. going to do a Russian movie? Give us some Russian accents, or is it just all British people and just keep everything in English and simplify it? So that that threw me off. I thought that was kind of like weird. Um, but all the actors did a great job. Again, the visuals were really great. Uh, and uh, yeah, I think you know this, and, this was and this it's education for so long. Yeah, yeah, very. Yeah, and again, I, I will stress, you know, make sure you check after the after you watch the show. Just look up some of the stuff to make sure you know which ones are facts and which things were exaggerated, just to kind of get an idea. Like for example, I didn't learn. I learned that bridge of death thing that they mentioned at the end of the series. No one really calls it that. That's like a local legend. There's no proof anyone died from that bridge. Uh, so that was kind of interesting, like little tidbit that they, they made a point to point out. But then when you read about it, you're like, oh, well, that never really happened. So why did they go through all that? Uh, so I, I will say this to you because I don't know if you knew, Adam. So along with each episode in the extras, there's a podcast with the writer. Yes, I just learned. Those, those are better than the actual show itself. If, oh, if nice. you can tolerate that, simply because he's giving you facts. He's giving you real account of how he arrived where he arrived in the writing. So, like, for example, um, the, the scientist, the female scientist that basically helped everyone out, that she, it wasn't one person. It was like 100 mm-hmm. people. And he had to compact it into one person to make it, you know, relatable for screen. So just the different things that he's talking about in the podcast, of uh, just the reality of everything and and how he arrived at what he arrived and why he exaggerated certain things and and lessened other things. Check it out; it's really, really, really educational. Really, it, it's just so interesting to me. I became a geek just absorbing all that information. Yeah, I will. And I will, keep, and it's hosted. Oh, sorry. No, I was just going to say, keep in mind. Just to the people listening, keep in mind, this is a real tragedy that really happened. And we're mm. still suffering the effects of it now because Tr- Chernobyl is a place that is shut down. You, you yep. just can't go there. They, they have They're still an exclusion zone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I, I definitely do want to check out that podcast as well because I think, yeah, I'd learn a lot and be intrigued by it. But that's, that was it for me for the past uh, week. Okay, so I did check out uh, The Shy uh, this weekend. Um, I'm, uh, again, I can't stress to you how great this show is. I'm just wondering where they're going to go since um, one of the lead actors, Jason Mitchell, has um, been a- inappropriate on set, and he's been removed from the show. So I'm just curious how they're going to carry this this show into the next season with him being a vital character on the cast. So they've already started separating him from, and I'm sorry, I don't have my notes in front of me, but the, the young lady that plays his girlfriend 
in the show, we're now at the stage where they're starting to separate them in filming. So they're not doing any scenes together. So it, it's only a matter of time, you know, of course, for the season ending and then how they're going to deal with his removal. I'm just curious. Interesting. Yeah, that'll be, yeah. That'll be really interesting. So I, I think that because the show is so young and so new that they could get a, a typecast and replace him and keep it moving and there may be a little hiccup, but they could get away with it as opposed to them writing him off totally. Yeah, yeah. And that's probably what they'll do. If it, it keeps the popularity then. Yeah. No I'm going to personal shout out to Lena Lena Waite. If you're listening, please keep this, the integrity of the storyline. Don't kill him off unless he was going to die anyway. But don't <laughs> kill him off. <laughs> uh, I also, yeah, I also checked out... Um, Big Little Lies, this is the, the second season from the phenomenal um, HBO. Uh, it, it started off as a miniseries, but from popularity, it turned into something else. It was a, like a little project of Reese, Reese Witherspoons and Nicole Kidman, and they made Big Little Lies, and it became this, this phenomenon, and they wound up getting another season out of it. And uh, it kicked off uh, the second season last night, and Meryl Streep joins the cast. And you know Meryl Streep is an acting beast, and already in the first episode, mm. she's given us some of her goods. She she's such a joy to watch on this show. Um, check it out; it, it's high drama, um, and it's really really good because it's a it's a mystery uh, murder situation. Um, you're gonna have to catch up through season one to know exactly where we are in season two because season two picks up after whatever happens in season one. I don't want to tell you if you haven't watched it, but Check it out. And uh, what else am I watching? Oh, Claws is on my list. I haven't watched it yet, but be sure I'm on that tonight. And check out Animal Kingdom comes on Tuesdays on TNT. Nice, nice, nice. nice. Anything else? Uh, not from uh, that I've seen, but I will say on the horizon, because I have a feeling you might be asking about that soon. Yeah. Um, uh so Toy Story 4 comes out in like two weeks, and I haven't even seen a trailer for it. I can't believe it's uh, coming up so soon, but I do want to see that. That's, that's pretty high on my radar. Uh, and then, of course, for during the trailer of X-Men, which I've seen many a times, but the uh, Spider-Man Far From Home looks really good as well. And uh, I don't know too much about what they're doing with Mysterio as the uh, kind of the traditional villain, but um, Jake Gyllenhaal plays him, and it looks like it'll be a, a really good kind of... This is the first, I guess, Marvel movie after Endgame, so it'll be nice to kind of get back into that little fun groove with uh, Spider-Man. Yeah. So in, in case people don't know, um, I knew we had a lot of Black Mirror fans. Black Mirror just released three new episodes um, on Netflix. Um, I've seen two of them, and they're really out there. <laughs> so okay. if you're Black Mirror fans... Uh, Three new episodes just got released. Uh, check it out. Let me know your thoughts. Tweet me. Hit me up. Absolutely cheek egg. I would, I would like to know because they're, they're really out there. Nice, nice, nice. All right. Well, as always, thank you for letting us know what to spend our money on, what not to. Hope you have a great week. We'll talk next Monday. All right. Thanks All right. All right. Right back after this.
the Stephen Knight Show. Janelle, how's it going? Great. How are you, Stephen? I cannot complain. Cannot complain. I know you got some wonderful <laughs> stuff for us. 
I do, and just in time for Father's Day. Yes. Um, so, of course, you guys know that it's coming up next weekend. Mm-hmm. So, if you guys uh, try to place an order now, that'll give you about two weeks in yeah. order to get everything. So, I'm sorry. No, that'll give you a week because Father's Day is this week. Oh, yeah, yeah. Coming this weekend. Sunday, yeah. So, that'll give you about a week uh, yeah. to get everything. So, you guys need to um, hurry up. And a lot, of this, a lot of these stores have expedited shipping. So you guys can go ahead if you're looking to get anything from your father from any of these places. That's awesome. So I'll start off with Saks Fifth Avenue. Normally I talk about the uh, Saks Fifth Avenue office, which is their outlet store. But today I'm talking about Saks Fifth Avenue because they're having such a great sale. Um, they're having a designer sale right now. And if you shop there now, you can get up to 70% off of select sale styles. Plus, you can get an extra 20% off of select styles, and that's today only and online only for the 20% off. Uh, Shutterfly, which is one of my um, favorite stores to get, like, uh, commemorative stuff, um, is uh, they're having a sale, and if you shop there now, you can get an extra 25% off of your order, and it will be delivered to you if you choose expedited shipping just in time for Father's Day. Um, limited is having a sale, and um, you know a lot of a lot of people, their mothers are their you know served as their fathers throughout their lives, so you can also still get something uh, for that lady in your life. Uh, but if you shop there now at the limited, you can get forty percent off of everything. Um, I'm sorry, off of select styles. Plus, you can get their signature pants for only nineteen ninety nine. Carter's is having a sale, and if you shop there now, you can get select styles starting at just $4. J. Crew is having a sale, and if you shop there now, you can get an extra 40% off of select styles. Uh, Old Navy is having a sale, and if you shop there now, you can get up to 50% off of everything in the store. Plus, you can get flip-flops for just $2, tanks for just $4, tees for uh, just $6, and dresses and shorts for $8. Uh, Banana Republic is having a sale, and if you shop there now, you can get 40% off of everything in the store, and that does include clearance items. Um, Neiman Marcus Last Call is having a sale, and if you shop there now, you can get an extra 35% off of everything in the store. And last but not least, uh, Express is having a sale, and if you shop there now, you can buy one, get one for 50% off on all dress pants. Nice. So that's all I have for you guys today. Nice. A lot of good options. So there's no excuse. <laughs> <laughs> right. And they can find all this at BudgetShopaholic.com, correct? They surely can. All right, Janelle. Well, you have a wonderful week. And thank you as always. Okay, you too. Thank all right. you. All right. Right back after this.
Cellars, Ray Back and Cellars, Hollywood Hill Road Dealers, no filters, London in the cut with the cold chillers, twisted on the sun, propaganda for fun, run forest, run dream builders, fly establishment clean with fresh kicks, good even sunbathing where the money went, Harlem bars, Harley stars, two twisted Uber cars, stripper poles, diamond gold, church basket, tithing hole, private gyms, Asante ribs, exclusive diamond fold, friends, purple label, more stable, light coach, now you're able, camera tents, stars, tens, freaky hints, but yo, where the money went, I'm making sexy, baby, thank you, thank you, thank Make it sexy, baby, thank you, thank you, thank With heel dealers lounging in the cut with the big willers, rocking clean whips and fresh kicks. Holland bars, Holly stars, twisted Uber cars. Car ride by with the booming system, throwback by with a good intention. Lover who you are, don't be scared to mention. Chillin' with my beats, no ill pretension. Catch the waves, that's a day, Sundays, fun days, Fridays, payday, make money any day. Whatever you do, love it and be free. And remember, I'm making sexy, baby. Stephen Knight Show. Aaron Cosby, how's it going? Stephen Knight, what's what up? Game five, game five. Game five, yes, sir. But but before we get to game five, we have a game seven in the Stanley Cup Finals. Oh, okay. So, NHL, yes. Stanley Cup Finals. Um, it's Boston versus St. Louis. So um, it's tied up 3-3, and game seven is in Boston. And um, Who's going to win? You know, I'm for the underdog. Hmm. And so St. Louis, this will be huge for St. Louis. So I'm going to say St. Saint, Saint Louis. So okay. congratulations, Boston. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> we'll definitely see. And they play on Wednesday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that, that, that will be game that I will definitely watch. Okay. Watch that. Yeah. Now, the game tonight, which starts in roughly 25 minutes. Uh-huh. Uh, game game five, who do you have? Raptors or Warriors? Well, I've been going with the Warriors, but I mean, the, the good thing is KD's put back, back to uh, night. KD's back, yeah. So, I'm hoping that he's, they say he's going to play him, they're going to play him in um, big spurts. Um, but he's starting. And so I hope that he's up to it. This is it. Like, I mean, this is this is it. This is yeah. it. 
Now, do you see them actually winning three games in a row? Because that's what's that's what I have to do. What it'll take, right? Three games in a row. I don't think so. I actually think the Raptors going to win this, um, win the series. But um, but and it's not that Golden State is well. Their defense has not been that good at all. That's what's been killing me. Their defense, but they're but, but they're playing good overall. But the Raptors just playing a lot better, and they're making more buckets. And they're um, and they're playing better defense, you know. Defense wins games, and they're not they're not playing defense. I mean, they're not. all these um, you know just going to the lane layups. It's like easy. You know what I mean? It's like what are y'all doing? And so if, if step when steps not on, that's what you know keeps them alive half the time. But he's not on, or he's missing. He's not getting any help. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And. I think also this is Toronto's year. Yeah, it. it is. Playoff, they have they have made the clutch shot. Yep. After clutch shot, they've been in the situation game seven. Mm-hmm. And they pull it out. It's it's just their year. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I honestly also I think that they wanted more than Golden State. Like yeah, Golden State just seems a little. Almost like they just felt that the Raptors were just going to hand it. Exactly. Like they were just yeah. going to, you know, like just kind of crumble because of the pressure uh-huh. of the finals. And that they were just going to bow down. Oh, this this the Warriors. They, they've been here five years in a row. They are the two-time defending ch- champion. Uh-huh. This is theirs. Let's just bow down. Let's just be happy that, that we're here. Exactly. And that's not the case. Nah. The Raptors like no, we 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 um, worked our butts off to get here. Yeah, and we believe that we can win, and we are playing like we are going to win. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I have to say, I think that Toronto is going to win this series. Yeah, I think so too. I think so too. And I think that they're going to win it tonight. I do. That's what you're I thinking. Think, I, I think Kevin, it's, it's it's too little, too late. I just think it's just too little, too late. Yeah. I do. I do. Um, if the Raptors do win this game, then I see it going seven games. Seven games, yeah, yeah, yeah. If the Raptors, I'm sorry, what if, if the Raptors lose? Yeah, if the Raptors lose tonight, then I see this going seven games. Okay. If they win, well, then it's over. Mm, yeah, that's it. Win, so that's it. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because game six back in Oakland, I think that that the Warriors will just blow them out. I think it'll just be hyped and crazy. And, and I need to. They'll just win. But um, yeah, we'll we'll see. So I say that the Raptors will win tonight, which means that we'll have a game six. We'll <laughs> <laughs> it's funny how folks talk about the um, Drake curse. Oh what yeah. What about the Ron curse? You know, Ron, <laughs> Ron, 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 You've heard of the um, Drake. The Drake curse, uh huh. Yeah. Teams or like players. Yeah. Pictures with Drake or with Drake. Uh huh. Yeah. Whenever, whenever Rod predicts a team's fate, that team. If I say that they win, they lose. If I say that they lose, the other. I mean, if I say that a team will win, the other team. Yeah, they end up losing. So, so um, let's see if. If the curse will be broken, I say that Toronto will win tonight and clean it out. Just 
it'll be done. And I'll say that St. St. Louis will win the uh, the um, Stanley Cup final. So next week we'll talk it out, see and uh, see what happens. See what happens. Yeah. You want to talk about what happened to David Ortiz real quick? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, he was at a sports bar, I believe. He was at a bar, a club, a sports bar, mm-hmm. or type of thing, I believe. In the Dominican Republic, yeah, mind his own business. From yep. what it seems, you know, yep. he, was, he was just mind his own business. Uh-huh. And and this um this this person, this dude, just shot, just um, shoots him just from shot behind. Him, um, yeah, yeah, shot him from behind. Um, One bullet. He's, yeah, yeah, he's he's um he's in stable condition, I, I believe. And, yeah, um, he, he looks like he'll he'll he's going to survive. Yeah, but the um person who they're saying actually did it man i don't know if you saw that on video but whoa well it was two there was two the one they have the one that the guys were um kind of jumping and telling them right (laughs) right (laughs) right. yeah they were beating them yeah 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 Yeah. and then the other one he got away on foot and so um was this was this intentional was it an accident no they think it was intentional but they said that he doesn't know his father said he doesn't know anyone neither of the guys and they don't even know why he was targeted mm, wow but um but yeah they had they had to remove some of his um uh small large intestine i think but they said that he's expected to make a um full recovery yeah crazy 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 the the red sox actually paid to um, have him flown back um Oh, nice, yeah. nice, nice, nice. I wish him a speedy yeah. recovery. Um, it it just goes to show, though, man, it's like, you, which is sad, but at the same time, it's like, okay, once you're at a certain level in life, like maybe you you, you got to go to certain places and certain places that you can't, or maybe certain sections. It's like, like I get why there's... VIP sections, yeah, clubs and what because he was with everybody. He was at the bar just minding his own business, mm-hmm. like, um, and he gets shot. So, you know, mind his own business is that, crazy. Yeah, yeah, mind his own business. But it's it's just sad that when a person wants to just be among the people, right, not have to you know, uh huh, and not kind of be out in the VIP area, but just to be just right. A, a normal person uh-huh. end up getting shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that. It's that. Oh, also quickly, props, respects, Tony Parker. He's calling it quits eight after eighteen seasons in the NBA. Tony oh, Parker wow. has officially retired. He's retiring. He is. Yes, yes. So Tony Parker, champion with with the Spurs. I'm sure we all know who, who mm-hmm. Tony Parker is. Yeah. Um, great. Great, great, great player. Great player. Um, yeah, it's it. Mm-hmm. 18 years. 37 years old. He yeah. says plenty yeah. of time to get stuff done. Oh, yeah. He, yeah. This is his, a whole new chapter that um, he's about to do. I see him just, whatever he ends up doing next, he's going to knock it out the park. Right. Tony's a cool guy. Tony yeah. Parker seems like a really nice guy. So, congratulations, Tony. Great job. And um, I wish you all the best in your in your next chapter, man. Most definitely. Most definitely. Yeah. All right. Well, Aaron, enjoy the game. We'll find out what happens, and uh, I'll be texting you. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. All right. Have a good week. All right. All right. Yeah.
right back after this. Music machine, lyrics.
Yo, this is Timothy Bloom, and you're listening to The Stephen Knight Show. Well, that's our show. Thank you so much for tuning in tonight. Shout out to Tony Morris of the Firm Organization and T-Bars for joining us as well. Hope you have a great, great week, and we'll talk again next Monday. Peace and good night. Total Wine & More now offers curbside pickup and same-day delivery in Northern Virginia. Have great finds at great prices delivered right to your car or to your door. It's easy to discover the more ways Total Wine & More has you covered at TotalWine.com. Total Wine & More now offers curbside pickup and same-day delivery in Northern Virginia. Have great finds at great prices delivered right to your car or to your door. It's easy to discover the more ways Total Wine & More has you covered at TotalWine.com.